podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. I'll just hang on a second. We won't put any incriminating evidence of this one. Uh, right, good evening. What the fuck? We're all in a bunker. Yeah, yeah. It's the last um, sort of review part of the season. And um, boy, what a review we have to do. As, as this whole pod has been so positive right the way through the whole season. Never was there a doubt ever in this thing that we'd make top four. Um, we managed to get there. We got ourselves over the line. We dragged our asses over the line. We fucking battered Middlesbrough. I want to say thanks to Brad Guzan for officially confirming the status as one of the worst goalkeepers to ever play in the Premier League. And uh, that's great. Long may you come back and play against us all the time because we're sick of these cunts who turn up and fucking have the best games in the world. Anyway, in tonight we're going to talk about Middlesbrough. We're going to talk about top four. We're going to talk about Jurgen Klopp. We're going to talk about whatever the hell we can talk about. Of course, David Moyes got sacked today. Or sorry, he resigned and didn't take any compensation. He's off again. Fucking the fella who loves to keep his career going um, and we've also got it. we've got the goals from yesterday with Vinaldum's goal we've got Lallana's goal we've got who had scored for us Senior. oh yeah the free kick <laughs> Brad on. Anyway, um, and then of course we, 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 you know they, they, a lot of things around transfers today they've been talking about uh, five players and uh, coming in and we still haven't seen the Pacey winger outside of the salad and uh, the Mary Grey links which the golfing class is massive there so in tonight we've got Sean we've got Andy and we've got Steve out for the last sort of review part of the year we've still got two season review ones to come which will be out in the next couple of weeks um, and then a little break and then yes we are coming back we'll still be around um, and we said minimum two seasons now is that two football seasons or two weather seasons who knows right then lads let's get the show on the way Hey, okay, lads, so uh, fantastic um, result. Just fix my earphone so I can hear that we're all talking. Andy, talk into the microphone there. Hello. That's it, that's it. It's, it's like we can pretend that we didn't do anything earlier on. So, um, Right, where do we start with this? Andy, you've got a big smile on your face. Of course I do. It's, it, it feels great, doesn't it? It feels amazing. It feels great to be alive it feels today. feels amazing. It feels great. Lots of great things happen today. Lots of great things. Lots of great things happen. I'm today. taking a lot of pleasure out of this. You're taking a lot of yeah. pleasure? This is the best feeling ever, is it? Not the best feeling No. Ever. But it's it's very good. It's up there. Yeah, we have a lot to be excited about. There's a, there's one thing I want to ask, and this is what came to force, right? Thirteen fourteen ended on a terrible downer because of the slip, and then the the result against Crystal Palace, right? Yeah. And it was, there was that just that feeling of what if, right? Yeah. Does the way we finished out this season change 
mean that we actually finished this season on a, in a better mental place than we did in 13 14. 13 14 was like a roller coaster. Yeah. Mm. Like this season's just been a bit of a marathon. Like Klopp's got us from, from A to B, where we, where we were to where we, we kind of wanted to be. Mm. Whereas 13 14 was just a lot of madness. Yeah, for for me, yeah, absolutely. We finished in a better mental space this season than thirteen fourteen. He's not trying to get the players back up for the start of pre season now. He's he's in a situation whereby we've got a Champions League qualifier final round. We, we're yeah, into the yeah, final yeah, round. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're seeded, so he sees these all as positives. So we've achieved the objective. He now has a, a squad that he's going to add to. And he's going to bring them back to pre-season, buzzing for a qualifier and a start of the season. So for me, I don't think there's any question about it. Like those players were shells. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. After that, after that, fucking so you can't you can't see many players looking for the exit now. After no. the way we mm-hmm. we finished, like yesterday we'd finished fifth. You could imagine Coutinho would have been having a look, niggling yeah. at the agent. You know, mm-hmm. whereas when they could see the Palace no, away, the Palace away game broke Suarez. Um, everyone kind of knew then look he's yeah. going to move on look Champions Day but he's still everybody hoped but, so yeah. you, you, you except, can't except some of the ITKs you yeah. can't see any of the players now like they've all done what they've set out to do so it can only be a positive thing yeah I, I think we only shift who we want to shift this summer mm. you know listen might we get a mental bid in for Coutinho yeah maybe but I actually think he's probably behind a couple of other players in, on Barca's shopping list. For all the fucking talk that there is, he still has that thing hanging over him that mm. he has these dips in form during a season. Inconsistencies. Yeah, and, and I think he's still only 24. There's still huge amounts of time for him to make that move. Another two seasons maybe with us before he makes that move. Well, as he can but you think it about it, Barcelona could be, could be looking at him if, you know, anyone's their player yeah. if they want. Yeah. They could be looking at their player playing for us, developing like he's being developing and saying, we'll take him when Next season, when he's ready, or the season after, when he's better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I reckon. So, that, sorry, I'm, I'm saying another two seasons yeah. with us, and then at 26, they yeah. say now is the time to now. And they, listen, we're not going to get much more from yeah. him in two years than if we didn't get more than 75 million for Suarez, and people are talking about 60 million for Coutinho. It's not going to be a huge amount of difference for for Barca in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's come back to transfers later because I, yeah. I do want to get. I want to talk about the match specifically because we're going to do end the season review next week and, and look at the season as a whole, right? But the, it, it is worth talking about. The importance of yesterday, right? So, Stephen, you've said to me um, off here that, you know, the, the, some of the triumphalism that's been going on about what we achieved yesterday is garland for you. Yeah, like uh, I'm probably being oh, uh, <laughs> hypocritically in the way that they have been over the top about achieving top four. Mm. I'm probably being over the top in how I feel about them for being over the top, if that makes sense. Um, so for me, it's just a situation whereby I expected top four. That's that's what my expectations were at the start of this season. That's what I said. We had a world-class manager where I don't care what anybody says about the fact that, oh, we haven't qualified. We've only qualified once in the last seven years or whatever it is. That's not the point. So that just means that for six of those seven years, we underachieved. That doesn't mean that you lower your expectations down to that level and anything in, from top four up is a, is a wonderful achievement. Mm-hmm. For me, a club our size stature the manager we have in now is no excuse of being Brendan Rodgers and he can't attract players when we got Jurgen Klopp there probably wasn't another manager in the world that we wanted ahead of him maybe Mm. Guardiola but other than that I can't think of many people being talked about at the time that people were saying they'd much rather have like we were talking about wanting Klopp well above Ancelotti who's a world class manager Mm. so we have that manager now and he is absolutely in sync with this football club and the way we want to do things so top four should be what we're expecting Every season that he's in charge, top four should be the expectation. If we, I'm not saying we finish fifth, he has to be sacked. I'm saying it falls below expectations. We go again the next season and top four yet again is the expectation. And you build on that from there to the point whereby the expectation is a league challenge. I don't, think, I don't think anybody would disagree with you. Like, you know, people that, are cel- man, Andrew. people that were celebrating or over-celebrating um, that achievement wouldn't have been thinking that we don't expect to be there because of the club or so because of the manager because of the players you're going to attract they wouldn't be think- they're but celebrating they, because they we're over the line we're yeah. over the line we've achieved now like yeah, you but- say our expectations but if you were to sit back and not be a fan and take the blinkers off and be realistic there were six teams challenging mm-hmm. for that top four yeah. okay 
we would have been probably his being very Liverpool to to not be in that for okay out of the six lately. So I know what you're saying about lately, but you're talking about managers like Roy Hodgson and Brendan Rodgers, right? And yeah. what I'm saying is, but we're talking about managers. We're talking manager. about coming up against managers like Wenger, yeah, like uh, Mourinho. So this is my point that that the expectation for all six of those clubs should be top four. It can't physically happen. The ex- yes, but it can't. It can't happen exactly. So, so, so the expectations you fall below expectations. Ex- yeah, the expectations exist. But if you're being realistic about it, you know there's a very strong chance that we will not be in that. I think, I think so. I that's where think, that, that's where the idea of celebrating it is, it and I mean it, it came down to the line as well. So people I think were the way, very worried coming the, into this. Week. I they were very that, worried last week before the West Ham. Yeah, but the thing was, I and think now that we're over the line, celebrate the way we fell off a cliff in January, February. I think added to the run in, whereas like the the points we dropped against the the lower sides. If we had had a couple more in the bag, Champions League would have been comfortable weeks ago, and I don't think that would have been such a like for yeah, all around those yeah, games, no, but agree. the thing was when like the the, when last, the, chip, the, the last couple of weeks the chips have been down. We didn't look like we had any performance left. No. Club switched it up. We got a big win at West Ham, and after time we got the big win yesterday. And yeah. I think that's why there's a little bit more. It's a little bit more vibrant. Like now, people thinking about fourth. I just right coming back to it because I am the biggest pessimistic fucker in the world, right? And it's because I've been ingrained with this since 1990. Everything just falls in its face. Go to the corner. Ultimately, you just go to the corner, <laughs> just right? Go to the corner. Go to the corner. It's not even the first time it's happened. But there's been many other occasions in the war. Remember the FA Cup final against United and Cantona scores a goal and threw 400 bodies. Yeah. It's like somebody <laughs> block it. Eight men standing on that post <laughs> and, and, still and, and it still goes. How like, has that gone in? Bricks. <laughs> Relax, right, so, no. <laughs> so, you know, practice your yoga. Well, well, when you start watching the match and Arsenal yeah. are seven 0 up after forty eight <laughs> seconds against Everton and they're down to nine men, you're, they're going, "What? This is happening all yeah. over again!" It right? did so, seem like that, didn't it? Oh, it was just like, "Oh, Man City are nineteen 0 up against Watford. Watford yeah. haven't even come out for the first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. sitting in the dressing room having cans." Well, I know, I know what you're saying, and there was that, and and even for me, like I, I celebrated that goal, that one album goal like a mad fucker you know what I mean because it was that relief it was just get the perfect the absolute well apart from the first minute of the game the the perfect time right before half time it's looked flat all half and then he smashes it in did you just, celebrate yeah. like angrily yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I gave, I gave the fucking, I gave a, a punch. And we can like, go. Fucking we, yes. That first yeah. half of football was like the was analogy horrible. Andy had on here a couple of weeks ago. The big custard pie. Yeah. Remember the, remember the big <laughs> yellow head pimple he was talking about. And we literally endured probably the worst forty-five minutes of football right, I've right. seen in a long well, time. Well, 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 and then bang! I, it just this popped. is why this is why I want to talk about this match because the, the match mm. to me is our season in microcosm. Right. It's it basically. We go into it expecting we're playing one of the worst teams in the league, mm. right? They haven't scored a goal in four years or something like that, right? They have, they're, they're playing with a fella who's more or less just a plant. He's not even a goalkeeper. He's worse than Robles, if that's possible, right? Like Robles wasn't even diving for, has given up diving for the last five weeks, right? So he's playing against a plant in goal, and for forty-four minutes we don't have a shot on target. No, we did. Oh, we, we did about eight. Yeah. We did about eight dribbly passes. That's back right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Just to warm, but, like like what you do with a bad goalkeeper yeah. if you're warming him up. You didn't yeah. want to take too hard a shot on him because you'd wreck his confidence before the match. Yeah. That's so it just if there wasn't doing. such an importance in, on that first goal, I don't. I don't think we'd have been viewing that first half like that. Like, there was a goal coming. I felt like there was a goal coming. Yeah, I never. Well, fe- like, I felt nervous. It reminded me of remember after Gerrard slipped. And like literally any time he got no, the bomb. No, what happened? Tell us about nah, that. <laughs> when every time he got the bomb. Do you know what happened when Gerard slipped? <laughs> nah, no, no. So then he was like just fucking hitting shots from everywhere. Yeah. Trying to make trying up. To make trying up to be the hit. Yeah. Yesterday I felt like this, this, we this, were rushing it. And, yeah. I, and even you could tell yeah. fans in the stadium knew Arsenal were winning. Sean, this, this, and this, this was just right? so, And I was so, bleeding out onto the pitch. Hang on, hang on. This, this is what I want to get to. So, you know, the... We've we've criticised the atmosphere at Anfield plenty of times, and, and and to be quite frank, like the 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 welcoming of the bus and everything was brilliant. You saw the videos and all that's that's fantastic, right? It's a pity we can't take that atmosphere into the into yeah, the yeah, right. That, that was and horrendous, people, right? But we couldn't string two passes together at stages in that first half, and it was like that quagmire part in January February when literally we you know anyone had turned up at Anfield and walk away says thanks for three points, lads. That's great. Yeah. Like uh, and we then, went through nine months for season and ninety minutes yesterday. What do you mean we couldn't shrink to your pads? Not the way we've seen the game at all. Well Andy got uh, no, I didn't think it was too bad. With eighty percent possession, we must have been half, passing it Phil. No, Middlesbrough were literally just kicking the ball as far away as possible for us. We were getting it and then going back up and giving it away when we got yeah, to the we final tour. Phil, I 
I you think can feel whatever you want. I don't give a shit because that's my opinion. Anyway, but so your opinion is shy. Well, your opinion is even shy. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You go fuck yourself. You go fuck yourself. You go fuck yourself. At one stage, a ball goes over the top, and we fucking almost give a penalty away. We should have given a penalty away. So could we string two passes together? Yes. Yes, Not in the could. final third. Sean, could we have strung two yeah, passes? Yeah, we were. We were. We no, we were passes. fine. The problem we're was we had chances. The final ball was too many passes. The final ball was pissed probably. Yeah. The final yeah, ball. The, yeah. the passing was fine apart Coutinho, from the final ball. Coutinho but. was forcing it. Um, the passes were just a little bit out of uh, storage and stretch and stuff like that. For me, I wasn't playing well. The, the no. thing is, like in a game like that, it goes without saying, the fourth goal is always going to be the hardest to get. Because yeah, they, yeah. they, they, like it looked like they were battling. They were battling. The draw. Yeah. Borough were battling, and I couldn't believe me fucking yeah. eyes. Like, every why, other why team, trying? every <laughs> other team in the league. Like Rolling you looked at yesterday. I was looking at live score when the game was on, and we were literally the only two teams who hadn't scored in the fucking yeah. league. Yeah. Like, holy Hold Jesus Christ! No, yeah, yeah, eighteen. Harry Kane has scored nineteen goals with his arse. I think everyone felt if he got one, we were going to get three or four. I don't think I was too, I wasn't too um, worried about us not scoring a goal. I genuinely felt we were going to score a goal or, or many of them. But when when that incident happened with Lovren, I got a bit nervous because I thought that this could happen again. But it wasn't just the Lovren because there was, uh, before the end of the first half, Forsham or whatever his name is, cuts down to the byline and dances past a load of them and only that there was no Buddha player in the centre of the box to square the two, he could have had a tap Yeah, in. but that's what, I suppose that's what, like, that's what made me feel more comfortable. Like, they weren't really showing any ambition and we, we felt like we were in control apart from that. Well, really get stayed went, went past two at one stage and like, that fella hasn't even been able to kick a ball for four months. Like, oh. it, it was these the teams. last time I saw him trying was when he was wearing a Villa jersey against us. Against yeah. us, yeah. <laughs> He's got goals and all. He's thinking to himself, yeah. might get a move here. He's yeah. got a goal. The move well, for the goal was great, wasn't it? Yeah. The move for the yeah. fourth goal was great. It was. It was the first time in the whole half that we started to string a pass together. And then, no, just Firmino was going to lay off the fourth touch and the listen, finish. Listen, I give, yeah, I give Firmino good, plenty of stick, but that was a lovely little touch yeah. for Wijnaldum. And I, yeah. Fair play to Wijnaldum. I was Wijnaldum. actually livid he shot. When, yeah, when, yeah, I, I wanted I him to put it across When the I seen him, like, reeling back. And setting up there. you just know, like, you just know that's going wide. But then I went Here, hang on a second. Andy, that yeah. was the first proper shot of Brad Guzan in the whole round. Did you see <laughs> Klein's absolute fucking yeah, rehab yeah. attempt at a yeah. shot? It was yeah. it was terrible. Like, I don't was, understand how you could be a professional footballer and do that. It was like, harder to get we, that off say we took Klein, like Say we took Klein <laughs> up into the Astro Park tonight yeah. and all of us playing, all the day trippers and Klein was playing, yeah. he would be running rings around us. Like he would He'd be, be doing step overs, he'd be doing it, the composure he would have in front of the goal up here. Yeah. He'd be knocking him into corners, he'd be picking a spot, top corner, yeah. fucking bottom corner, left, right, it wouldn't matter. You could put two men in goal, he'd still score. Why, why is it when some players on the pitch get into these positions, they just show zero composure? That yeah, was but so you know what, simple. Do you know what annoyed me? If he comes up to the Astro Park, he's not playing for Champions League. Yeah, yeah, so exactly, do you know what annoyed me yesterday? I mean, listen, it doesn't matter, he does that in pre-season friends. His scoring bonus is huge. It's a million a goal. He scuffed it like an absolute fucking amateur yeah it was like yeah. you or I got so, in and got the blew our beans in front of worse. the cup it's even but worse. you know what I mean it's that moment no, it's actually, actually you, I you. stuck it in it's like if you're stuck for a body in Astro and someone goes oh there's a fella from Mork says he plays do you know what was Mork and then he comes up and he's like do you know what the most annoying thing falling over himself flippers for feet like the most annoying thing about the force that wasn't actually the performance it's actually the fucking the home fans were more on top of the team than behind the team. Yeah, and I think you could even see Cl- uh, Klopp saying giving like, out stink. Yeah, he was because every every single he must have a pain in his bollocks with the home. Yeah. Well, you would, you would, you would. It's yeah. a it's a load of bollocks to be honest with you. Imagine him saying in a press conference like, because he has got quiet. On, he should have he, he should have came out yesterday yeah. and said something. I don't give a fuck why. Yeah. In, something has to change in that regard. Yeah. He he said um, he said I needn't have to tell them to get up for it. Oh, exactly. Because you shouldn't have to tell. Yeah, 
So like, yeah. <laughs> I say it's very frustrating when he goes to the away games. And to be fair, like, and it's 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 a common problem across most of the clubs in England. You look at the away support. You look at the noise they make. They yeah. constantly sing, and it's just it's 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 great, right? And you can see it. And you say, you say, Jay's, you'd love to be in the away end. Then you go back to your home ground, and it's and it's not just a Liverpool thing. It's 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 because it's thing. groups of mates all together, yeah. and it's the same three or four or five thousand yeah. fans ultimately yeah. traveling for mm. year upon yeah. year upon yeah. year. Yeah, stick them in a corner of Anfield together and make yeah. the noise and, yeah. and make the noise there. Yeah. Just say to the Murray lads, okay, everybody. Oh, noise like the Anfield noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there is no Anfield noise at the moment. What I'm saying is, if you did that, would it, would that work? Okay, so take safe standing over for the moment yeah. because that doesn't seem like it's something that's going to put them just all yet. behind the goal in the cup. Put them in the cup. Say to them, okay, listen. Tell you what, fucking, this is what we want to do for the disruption. We're going to give you half price. Um, season, season ticket tickets whatever, yeah. and we're going to take a central block of the cup right behind okay, the we're going to upset some fans because yeah. they've had those seats years they're going to get seats elsewhere around Fuck the off. ground you 4,000 you go to every yeah. away game or the club is always noisy well, okay, the there's, there's, there's two parts to that right first of all you might be taking a couple of fans out in the middle yeah who who are good fans who aren't who, who aren't yeah who aren't who don't go to away games and then secondly like that away thing is a closed shop. You know, there's no point rewarding away fans who have a closed shop going on. Like Dave. Like the Who's Dave? Away- <laughs> Dave's a great like lad. Dave. Alan's mate. Like, <laughs> you know, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> but like, you can't be rewarding, you can't be rewarding uh, three or four thousand fans who are, who are, who have a fucking ticket mafia thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> the ticket mafia. Dave's ticket mafia. Yeah. Dave's ticket mafia. You can't get an away ticket for a little amount of money. Yeah. But right, but, you know, but, like, but the point, them, but, and but, the point stands. We do have a very noisy section of fans who will be brilliant for support that you could put behind the goal and it would make a, a massive difference to the atmosphere that goes on and would change the whole thing. Well, and and, and I've, I've long championed it, we've said it here as well, you look at all the big teams around Europe now, you look at all the big grounds, you look at everywhere outside of England, okay, yeah, I'm talking about yeah. outside of England, and their ultras are behind the goal, their home goal, yeah. their home patch, and that's their no- And it's there to make the spectacle, to mm. make the noise, Everything you look at Celtics grounds, right? Look at yeah. what Celtic did at the weekend, the and the noise is just there, right? Yeah. You look at you look at the, the, the famous yellow wall in Dortmund, right? So mm. the, all the ultras are in the yellow wall, and it's meant. You look at Boyer Arena, and you have the the the, the mm. in where where all the, the Boyer fans are there. You look at Juventus, it's the same. It's right the way yeah. across. Yeah, Madrid, well, that the worst thing, Napoli, the worst thing that could well. happen, yeah. the worst thing that could happen to us is if they brand that idea, they make a name for it, like they sit, you know, like they, like air made up the the singing singer section. Like if you call that the singing section, the singing scousers, like God loves. Yeah. Like, it's exactly the sort of thing that FSG needs, would yeah, do. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Like, it just needs to happen organically. Yeah. They'll, they'll not even organically. It, just, Sorry, not just, organically, but it needs to be done get a sponsor behind the, the scenes. Section and yeah, all, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Span- yeah. Sponsored Sony, by the, the Pavarotti the Trust. Donuts, <laughs> you put <fucking laughs> microphones on. Singing the part. Singing the I think I raised that earlier in the in the. Uh, just, season. Part, just start playing uh, sound I was, when I was over for the West Ham game I, I'd never <laughs> ever done a stadium tour before never but I was away with I was away with two people and I wanted to bring them on the stadium tour and whatever and they actually have fans singing You'll Never Walk Alone as part of the song that they play over the time really? so the actual sound of fans singing You'll Never Walk Alone isn't the actual fans necessarily just the fans in the ground a large amount of that is actually projected through speakers pre-recorded I don't believe that. <laughs> so, Shut the so fuck up. Yeah, no, I, so, I, I think they only do it for the tour. I, don't, I, I can't no, imagine they do that. They do it for the tour. They do it for the tour. They weren't doing it for the tour. That doesn't happen. I'm telling you. It doesn't. Steve, stop talking. Because they stopped the music. Don't cut this out either. That's true, yeah. They cut the music. Sure. So, so did they just cut the music part out and let the pretendy fans sing on? Just goes a cappella. No, I'm not saying the fans don't sing. I'm not saying they're all there. They play the noise. I'm not saying they're all miming. It's miming. There's 55 in there. Oh my God, Steve. Catching flyers. They play that so you experience that walking down the tunnel. Yeah, that's... It wasn't that's, when I was walking down the when tunnel. When was though. it? We were at the part. We were sitting in the fucking cop talking about... No, some no, part I, where he was talking about... It's the about end of the tour. Saying that, no, it wasn't the end of the tour. It wasn't the end of the tour. It wasn't anywhere near the end of the tour. They were doing fucking... Operation and then they were doing a little bit of the fucking song and then it would stop and they go Operation Anfield Exercise and fucking whatever else but they're probably the doing, fucking... they were probably doing that for the so drill so here's a question here's a operation question. so why would they have it re- why would they have it recorded 
why would there be for fans? The drill. Uh, for what, what, how would that help so the drill? So it simulates the match day. Yeah, it simulates the experience. So like, if well, it's a drill. It's a drill. It doesn't If you're practicing stewards, the stewards have to understand that. Did they play you never walk alone when you're walking down the phone? Yes. Right, and they and yeah, they yeah that's, that's the whole yeah, yeah yeah that's the whole that's, they made, that, that's what that's, they've made that for okay but that's not what when they were using it no so I don't I know when sorry, no 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 when you're walking down what tunnel well, I've only done it recently out of, out of the tunnel no 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 no, no because that wasn't available I've done it again the whole, really. the whole tunnel was closed off well now there you go that no, explains it so no, they wanted no. to give you that experience so they, they want to give us the experience of Atmosphere, right? Steve was banned for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> He's out. He's out. He's out. <laughs> Give him a box. Oh, I don't care. I'm snapping. <laughs> it's where it's actually enjoyable to come up and do this. <laughs> Lads, um, Coutinho, he actually turned up yesterday again. I know you were saying the first half he's trying a bit too he hard. He actually turned up. I know. Yeah. He's been shy all season. <laughs> ringing him a half at on a Sunday morning. Where are you? For a long yeah. part. For a long part of the season. Uh, he's had his best season, he, but... He, he's had a great end of the season. Not a long part of the season. He missed two months, two and a half well, months. He was and when he was injured... Yeah, he was and, about and two or three weeks coming around. He now, had a, yeah, he had a few dips. That's what I'm saying, but yeah. he, it, this is probably his best season. No, but we said... It is his best season. The one thing, the one thing about him 14 was... 14 goals? Yeah, loads of goals. No, no. Twice as much as he's ever scored. I think eight before this, is it? I think the point is that it's not so much... Did he have 16 goals or 4? What, what did he get? Loads. He got loads no, of goals. He got loads of goals. He got a gansy load of goals. Now, what, you know what Steve was doing right now? <laughs> Steve was going to try and pull me up and say twice the amount of goals as if I can't add A plus A. That's what he's right. That's what he's doing right now. I don't even have to do it. You're doing me yourself, pal. I didn't have to do anything other than laugh at you. Explain why he's laughing. I'm yeah. explain it. He's laughing because he made a fucking fool out of <laughs> for 15 minutes. Trying now. to deflect back to me now. Yeah. But well, I want to go back to Kill you know, because over this last run of seven games or where, where, where we need to get the points on the board right he's, he's torn up and again he turns up it was, the, it was the, the biggest game of the season yeah yeah, yeah. like it's those last three games whatever about the Southampton match but those yeah. last two he's come up trumps in both of the games yeah absolutely like really come up trumps yeah yeah, he has. Like, he's great in that. He's great in that deeper position. Mm. Like I mean, half like a lot of the time he was. Um, he was really deep, like Lucas yeah. deep. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Chan, 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 yeah. I mean, was side with Chan. Yeah. yeah, and how do you play against a team that sits back? Yeah, how do you score? You, have, you have to start moving either, around. Either um, when uh, when they you have the, when the they to fizz balls into feet yeah. after strikers, uh, which we don't really tend to have. We, you you fucking you're better with your losing you have a big man in the in the box. You or, win set pieces. Or you you, you know, take twenty five yard shots really tamely that go straight to the yeah. <laughs> No, but it's a lot. What's hard. the most effective? What is the most effective way of moving a player that's in a compact formation? Get him sent off. An extra player comes into it. So the, the defender runs up yeah. and it fucks up everything, yeah. and someone has to decide to move and it creates space. Or players that can dribble. So. It's been no coincidence when Alan has got back, he turns on the defender and mm. runs at them. Yeah. He runs at mm-hmm. them, so they start backtracking, back they start moving out of position. You disrupt the shape. Well, Coutinho, he's the best in the team that does it. So he he picking up the ball from deep and he's running at them. And all of a sudden, the, uh, players are backpedaling. Yeah, it's start, harder to disrupt the player when he's, when he's closer to his own half. That's like, where he's picking up the ball and they they need to they need to ball back to goal. I mean, Coutinho's very good like back to goal because he, he finds space but he's way more effective in the games when of you can see the game it's free game. kick though right <laughs> it's a, that was genius it's not a no, very good free kick it's yeah. not no, a very no good. I think it was lads he went across oh, the goal come on no. would you stop I think no. he got any keeper who didn't have arms made of fucking jelly beans was getting to that <laughs> no, Brad on. Goosen just went yeah. <laughs> minus dive. Yeah, yeah. He has minus, minus dive. <laughs> he takes. You know, we give out. Keeper took a step there. He took about three steps yeah, to yeah, his it was left. A negative dive. He thought it was going into a top corner. <laughs> oh, he thought he was going yeah. over the so wall. Be yeah. all yeah. I think yeah. everyone thought he was yeah. going to go to the top. But you, you can't. You can't take three steps. Watch it. Watch it back. He takes three steps to the left. So poor from him. Listen, it's a nice strike from Coutinho, but a decent goalkeeper. Well, I think, I think, I think the better it? one. But the, yeah, the, reason, the, the reason why I want to say is that the, the better shot that he had is the one where we broke. And he comes through, and Guzan actually made a decent save mm. off that one. That was that was travelling to the bottom corner. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it was just after the third goal, we broke, they had a corner, we broke from the corner, it was a, it was a 3v2 or something like that, and Coutinho yeah. picks it up and fizzes in a, yeah. a fantastic shot. Um, and But even Sturridge, for the, like, Sturridge buys that free kick. Yeah, that was great, game. wasn't yeah. it? <clears throat> he didn't like, panic, he just, no. he knew, why yeah. hold on to yeah. this here, he's gone, yeah. they're going to come in. I'm just going to nudge it. And, and he's the yeah. only player in the squad with the ability to do yeah. that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah really like that's the one it's thing. It's a bit of fucking, he yeah. is a very, very smart footballer. And his footwork is so yeah. good, yeah. that creates that space. And he was dying to do that, wasn't he, yesterday? He was dying to cut in off that right wing and just get that shot away. And you knew if he was putting one on target against Guzan, with any sort of fucking power, it was He did get one in and just went, well, remember he left Guzan route. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, exactly. So he gets on targets, saying, "And now I hope he stays." Yeah. What about Lallana and his goal? Great goal. Yeah, great goal. Lovely move. Yeah, he's some footballer. Adam Lallana is a he. He is a, has proved to be a brilliant midfield runners killed them yesterday, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Like the fourth yeah. goal is very similar to the third goal, and yeah. the way is just little yeah. quick move and bang. Yeah. And I thought I don't know whether. Voinaldum knew much about the knockdown because <laughs> I think Firmino missed the ball didn't he and it bounced in mm. my but look mm. you have to be re- as much as we don't react at the the other That's end of the pitch you need to be up top sharp what, as, what, as sharp as, yeah. as an attack well I thought no I did I look, got lucky because it was a loose ball from Lalana mm. which resulted in a coming back to him and him scoring ironically but <laughs> you know like we, we need to be yeah, like we need to be a bit more ruthless because if teams are going to sit back Mm. When you get your counters, you have to be a bit more ruthless than that. So mm. we kind of got lucky in a way. But at the same time, you, you, when you're throwing so many bodies forward, a yeah. good chance is going to fall to one of your feet. You know, yeah. So it's, that's how it goes. You, you couldn't put, put yourself in those situations. You, 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 if you don't put yourself in those situations, you can't the big, the prosper biggest, from... The from biggest focus. compliment you could give the team over the last couple of weeks is that like nobody's even mentioned Mane or anything I have on point. He's been to the last two season, games. You know? The last two games. Yeah. Up until the last With two the games. With a little change, but this, this this goes back to my earlier point about how finishing the league the way we've just finished two wins where, where you must win both games to get the, the to get the six points to guarantee it, and almost relishing in the in the fact that you're under so much pressure. To go back to we, Klopp has always performed well, or we've done well in the really big ge- the games against what will be traditionally seen as our rivals. Size, right, yeah. we're in a position where we can't afford to drop any points. Like we put ourselves because we were we had dropped the points earlier yeah, so in that run against yeah. seven or eight games, we couldn't afford to drop any as it comes into the end of the season. It probably suits Klopp down to the ground because he was bold. The one thing we didn't want him to be was conservative. Yeah. West Ham, he's bold. He goes with a really yeah, they, they pulled, pulled it out. They pulled it out. Yeah, he showed a bit of bollocks, and that 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 actually <laughs> stands us in good stead for next season. Yeah, and if you look back at it as well, like, I'm not sure who made the point, but you could say yeah, he showed bollocks was the last two games of the season, but. If you look at the bigger picture, the club show a bit of bollocks in January going, do you know what? I fancy this bunch just to get over the line, to get fourth. Mm. Bare bounds. Mm. So I'm going to give myself more money and more resources if I can get toward that fourth to go yeah. into a summer and spend more money but, in both sides. Yeah. I know it was a big fucking show to make. It was a gamble. It was, it was a gamble and it, it, it's ultimately, it's paid off. Yeah, so, yeah and that's, you have to respect And I think it, that's, yeah. what, that's, that's what makes the difference between a, a really good manager and a good manager because anyone could have fucked money at it in January yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and well, I think they would have given him money the only yeah. disappointing thing and I think me and you agree on this part Steve, is that by not doing anything in January despite what you're saying there right at the, at the start of January we're in a title contest by the end of February we're in a battle for fourth yeah, yeah. but mm. the, the, Chelsea, two players made us Spurs. Yeah, in my opinion. But the thing is, Chelsea could have. Yeah, you can't guarantee it. You can't guarantee it, but maybe could have signed anyone in January. Maybe they would have. Maybe they would have. They're available. Like he, I'm sure in his head, ideally, if two players were available, that he felt could have mounted a tight challenge. He didn't want to sign. He didn't want to sign two players for six months' sake. But why would he go for player F? Like you know, when he can get player A or B in the summer. Back to the other point. And have a proper time. I know. I think he could have signed anyone in January, and I don't think we would have won the league, to be honest. Because no, Chelsea, Chelsea actually went. Chelsea went on to win the league with a record yeah. number of wins. What yeah. they were doing, what, che- what they were doing was just magic. Like yeah. you know, they were they were on course. Chelsea, for, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were, they were. No, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not. What I'm saying is, train. instead of us steaming over the line and like a fucking steam train, right? So if you if you if you're chasing Chelsea. For the league, yeah, yeah you're not you're not, not going to get caught up no. in 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 the in the battle for third and fourth. Yeah. I remember Jamie turning around to me in, in December when I was saying, "Jamie, I don't know about this January and, and with the usual positivity that I normally have." And he's going, we're, "We're not looking over our shoulders. We're in a battle for the league here." Yeah. By the time we get to February, 
we're clearly in a battle for fourth because we've yeah. slipped out of the top yeah. four at that stage. We've allowed yeah. Arsenal and United to catch, what, 12 points on us or something? Yeah, well, yeah. Look, another thing as well, uh, a lot of tweets going around the table after the Leicester game mm. and it wasn't looking good at all. No. That's 12 games to go. 26 we, games played and 12 games to go. So to turn it around from there. Yeah, it was. It's, it's, look, the, the squad answered a lot of questions, I think. There was well, a I lot more. There was a few one nils thrown in there. Uh, mm. Lovren and Matip looked really good well this is the last mm. bit I want, I want to pull up on this game because it, it, it and it, it apes back to what we were just saying a second ago right the pragmatism that Klopp showed was very young Klopp like in that when he ran into trouble in Dortmund he continued to play and not really change the way his setup it was still the gag impression still all that even though he was losing players mm. left right and centre right this to me points to a manager who's also maturing yeah. So this is this is his, he's had the Moines job, he's had the Dortmund job, did incredibly well at Dortmund, but then it fell apart in the in, in his fifth season at Dortmund, sixth season at Dortmund. Because he was reluctant to change. He was reluctant to change the system. This has showed a new side to Klopp in that we went very pragmatic. We ground out those one nil wins. We said, right, fuck it, we're just gonna get a one nil. We'll do our best here, we'd hold on to it. He was trying to you could even see it through the, as the season went on. He was the one that was coming out and saying, We want to learn how to grind out wins. We yeah. need to be calm in those mm-hmm. moments and, and, and be able to back ourselves in those instances. And then right at the end where we're thinking, and we've all been saying, Jesus, we don't want them to try grind out another 2 one nils, even though we know we only need to win. He goes through. balls out again. And, I, and the, the teams the teams are playing against are thinking, Shit, well, all we need to do is put 16 men behind the ball. They're mm-hmm. not going to ask us questions. We'll, 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 we'll see yeah. it out and hopefully get a chance. So is that, like, it's all pointing very positively towards the future. Yeah, all of a sudden, no, no, all I'm of a sudden, very positive about next season. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited about it. And, and I what think are your expectations I, for next season, or do you have to wait top, to see top, what players? No, top four again. Like that, that's my expectation for the next couple of seasons. Until the growth for me, yeah, the growth for me on next season, and when we're talking about progress, right? This year we've had no Europe. Yeah, the ability right. to have yeah. Europe and sustain a top yeah. four challenge. We were eliminated from the FA yeah, Cup absolutely. in January. Yeah, it's obvious. We've, we've, we've basically had no cups or Europe since January, right? Yeah. And we've had no Europe all season and no Cups. Next year, to sustain a European campaign, because even if we somehow manage to blow up in a qualifier, we end up in the Europa League. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's guaranteed. So we're going to be in Europe one way Unless or Unless we finish fourth, isn't it? No, no, no. If we were to lose... No, I'm talking about if we lose the Champions League qualifier. Oh, we're not sorry. In, in we're the not summer. in the group sorry, stage of Champions League. No, no, I know that. I know that. Right. Sorry, you, I, you were talking about if we blow yeah. up in the qualifier in, in the, the qualifier, summer. yeah. And don't sorry. manage to get into the group stages, we're in the Europa. Yeah. If, we're, if we get into the group stages, we're going to have a European campaign until Christmas anyway. Yeah. No so looking at another 10 games at least. At least. Yeah. At least another 10 games. Yeah. Right? So to be able to manage Europe, which is going to be Sunday, yeah. Wednesday, Sunday, hopefully we're talking about Champions yeah. League, or else it'll be Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, if it's your open league, right? Also throw in a League Cup campaign, and then an FA Cup that's going to start off around January time, plus the whole January period as is. It's going to ask much more questions of his management, of his rotation system, and the signings that are made this summer. Mm. But I think, given, and it's my view, given what we've seen last summer, and I had question marks over some of the players we signed, we are in a much better shape than we have been for many, many seasons. He would have learned a lot more about the team from January to May than he would when we were blowing teams around the start of the season. Because I think (laughs) we were flying come the start of the season. And I think January, everyone knew we were short on bodies. But he's learned now that Different systems work. He has horses for courses there that can change the dynamic of a game. If teams want to come out and sit back, we're not one-dimensional. Not just we, that. We, I, we I, prove I, we're not one-dimensional. I now. think he needs to learn, and hopefully he has, that you don't need to change it up at burnout point. No. So so in September, Mix and match. in September, when your team are fucking blowing teams apart, get players off at 60 minutes, 65 minutes if you're 3-0 up. Get players off. Get the you know. Get, and what, what that does, that does two things. Number one, you're not putting ninety minutes on the clock of every player, and, and you're bringing the other players in for thirty minutes into a side that's clicking. And therefore, if you have to bring them in and start them next week because of a niggle or whatever else, they're in the flow of the of the team. That's a that that's a that's a big plus. I think we might be getting Jurgen Klopp at his best. Hopefully, you know, if he has learned from those mistakes that he's made in the past, and we get a more mature manager from it. And he may stay on to see a positivity. You can't, you can't ruin this boards, can you? Go on, tell us how shit it is, isn't he? What? Do you know, where's your negativity here in this? There's no negativity. There's it's no, all good. It's all good? Yeah. And I suppose, like, it's a big, big summer. Like, it is a big summer. You know, no, I suppose we all, we all have expectations of what, like, leaving next season aside, of what sort of backing FSG are going to give Klopp or, or even do they give him a few quid and Klopp plays it down and says, oh no, I'm, you know, I don't want to spend ridiculous money and 
you know, we all, no matter how positive you are, we some of us feel disappointed with the signings because that that can happen. Mm-hmm. That might happen. Like our summer might not be as the three hundred million. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think we need to. I need to be. I think we need to be buying a real like a real mark. Like I know that's not a cliche overused, but we never actually went and bought that marquee signing. Mm. So I think it needs to happen now. Like yeah, I think, I think, I think we're going to get a couple. I say anyone think we're going to get a couple. Do we have to though? Because I think now I think oh, we do. I don't because care about we have I just care about uh, right the now. Right exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the it, fit. It's the, not about marquee. The Ozil was a marquee no, signing. The emphasis should be marquee signing. The emphasis shouldn't be on. I don't think Klopp is going to do that though. The the emphasis shouldn't be on the price of the player. Should be the right player, like Phil said. No matter where we get them from, no. just a player that suits us. No, and I think, is, I think we're going to go out with the record. My point is, my point is, all of a sudden we buy a player for the last say five seasons we just weren't entitled to buy. Yeah, mm. that we're going to be dining at the table now where Chelsea are buying, looking for this player and City. And I mean, I know you get blown out of uh, the water with money, but you at can't least be blown out of the water every time. No, at least, yeah, at least, sense. at least this time. You've clopped there, you know, the club is still an attractive club to go to. The Champions League uh, carrot is there and hopefully, well, hopefully, make the no, money, the wages will be there. Well, Andy, I think, and, 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 and it shouldn't be under-emphasized this, make no bones about it, right? Liverpool Football Club today is an attractive club to come to solely for Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, right? the, the way he's made it, the, yeah. them play not football. Really, not really, not really. Brendan Rodgers could not bring in the type of sign that you were talking about even when we got Champions League football. no. I think it's more than that, and and this just isn't me. I mean, a whole nostalgia. Like there is players like we we do leave an impact on players like Alonso. Like the words he had to say. Yeah, but Chabi Alonso, Torres, but Chabi Alonso was, was, it was in a spell. When yeah, Rafa Benitez was there, and we were the best we team were in England. Perennial, yeah, but they, we did. challengers for the Champions League. In the Champions League, year on year, we won the Champions we were, League. We were went to a final this year on year. Finished runners up in the league. We were a different team and a different club at that stage. How many semi-finals did we hit? We hit two finals and two semis. Yeah, Chelsea semi? B is in there. Since since Benitez has left in in oh nine ten, Liverpool Football Club that you're talking about, yeah. hasn't been anywhere near the top table and. It was and it's been put out there when they went to try sign players in fourteen fifteen when they lost Suarez, there wasn't that pull to come to the club despite being in the Champions League. Lalana Lalana actually spoke about Klopp the other day, and the Raul Heel team Keel having getting big big name players yeah. into the club because yeah. he says if you sit down and have a chat with Klopp for ten fifteen minutes, he will make you feel mm. awarded yourself. And I think that he's huge in that because he has yeah. got that. That charisma. He has the charisma. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. like just didn't said, have charisma. It's not about transfer fees. We've never really stumped on transfer fees. It's our it, FSG going to stump up the wages, and yeah. I think that'll it's, be the biggest. It isn't about the transfer, fee, but it's kind of like a symptom of. Mm. Yeah. I know get, what you're saying. Like, it's about a big name, not a big fee. Yeah, there's probably you know there's probably ten players out there now. You look at like Liverpool fans completely cream themselves out, like you know. But Griezmann, let's let's what? put Griezmann there because there's a story. Out Griezmann. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like, I would like charisma. He would be nice. And Mbappe. He would be also nice. He would be very nice. I like, I like. Killian Mbappe. But yeah, well, Griezmann, there was a story out today. That what about Rice? If he's, got, if he's interested in coming to England, sister. he wants to have a conversation with Liverpool. Mbappe? No. Griezmann. Griezmann. Yeah, Griezmann wants to have a conversation. Where did you read this? It's in the Echo. Direct quote. It was in the Echo. Direct quote. Yeah. Okay. You don't know that, do you? It's in the Echo. Go look at the Echo. I don't need to look at it. Look it up. Okay, so let's let's imagine. But let's like imagine the, you're like you're the like Sorry, man. I know what you're saying. By the for a second, Andy, uh, what you're saying is two years ago. There's that absolutely never zero chance he. Yeah. If he did yeah. say that, if he did genuinely say that, that doesn't happen two years ago. I agree with you there. Yeah, and that's right. my point. It's yeah. like we're talking about a thing. Even right. the Mbappe sign. Like, even if he didn't say, even if he did say it, or he didn't say it. I still think. I think now, all of a sudden, if you're a top player who's mm-hmm. looking for that move now, mm-hmm. like you know, a big money move and our agents are out there, all of a sudden we're dragged into that. Yeah. Like, we're dragged into consideration. Even I don't Mbappe, think... Mate, there's another side of it to look at as well. Young players like Mbappe, like, I d- I d- doesn't really like, I don't like saying this, 
Liverpool is a perfect stepping stone to Real Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah. Because you look at the players who went from Liverpool to Real Madrid mm-hmm. and Barcelona, they've all gone on to win everything. Yeah, like Alonso, exactly. Like Suarez, have them spend, what, what Suarez, Suarez won everything. Though, even after yeah. Torres left, he yeah. won everything. Yeah. Yeah. Even, he wasn't clubs. his best, but he won everything. McManaman, yeah. yeah. And yeah, players have to be thinking like, if I can go there and have two or three seasons, yeah. I am going to get snapped up, and I'm going to look the bollocks because I'll be the big fish, big fish there. Mm. Like yeah. what club said, Coutinho apparently. Go to Real and Barca. You're only going to be another player. Yeah. Stay here and you're a legend. Yeah, you have a statue. Yeah. Exactly. Statue yeah. So like, that's and the if difference. If you play the cards right, they will be a legend. Because if, if we know our role in what we can do for players and their careers, I think we will but, snap players up. But I also, th- I also think that modern fans aren't stupid anymore either, right? So they know that these players yeah. aren't... Well, <laughs> okay. Some modern fans aren't stupid. No, they, they know that players will move on. There's, yeah. These one club players are a thing of the past, right? So what we Very, want, yeah. what we want is not so much a player to be loyal to us. What we want them to do is come and play the best he possibly can for the club and deliver something that we ha- that we want to achieve. If Coutinho so, leaves in two years' time, regardless, yeah. people will be upset that he's gone because nobody. It's like you know, fucking whatever. No one likes losing that player, but they're going to say, "I understand." Yep. I understand yeah. the reasons for it. However, in those next two years, if we can, over two summers, bring in three or four top quality signings, mm-hmm. maybe we're back challenging. Yep. But there's nothing to stop us being back challenging. Like, we went from Julier's team winning the UEFA Cup to, within two years, being in the Champions League, winning it, mm-hmm. and then being perennial fucking challengers in it. Yep. So there's nothing to say, oh, it has to take you five years to turn that mm-hmm. around. All it has to take is the right group of players and the right mindset from your manager. Yep. And that can be turned around in a very short period of time. Three or four right signings this season could put us in a situation whereby we can challenge. So, Lanny, it gets back to my point. It's, it, it's, it, it, is a, it is a big, big summer. Like, you know, and we're all, we're all like feeding into this... Um, War chest and mm-hmm. how much we can collect on transfer fees. No fucking summer. Yeah. War chest. He has a war yeah. chest available for this year. Mm. It's the only time million. that sort of chest ever comes out. What does a war mm. chest look like? <laughs> it's like a chest. John Henry's wallet. <laughs> <laughs> an it's, just, clip. it's just it's just an Amex. No limit on the Amex. Just L- Linda, J- Linda just takes the contactless out of handbag. Out of there you go. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Go walk away. I I like. I would imagine you know we. We get to see these uh, financial highlights mm-hmm. every March or April, whatever, every year. And they only tell you so much. Like, when I look at them every year, like, say, for the last three years, the, to me, they don't seem like there's money unaccounted for. <laughs> there's money in the bank. There fucking is. It hasn't disappeared into thin air. You know what I mean? Like, they... they well, let... It's all accounted for. Hang on a second. Are you breaking something here on Scousy? Scousy Leaks. There's there uh, when you think of the money like they got especially last year ninety million off um, Sky uh, the the money like we would have got for Suarez like which left us in a huge profit. Turns out we're getting more money than any other Premier League club as well. Off yeah, television rights. Oh, we yeah. get more, we make more. Than Look at all the games that show like it. Yeah. I mean, but I want to break between BT and Sky. Yeah. But look, the point the point I'm making is like the the club would have to the, the club would have to admit. You know, and their financial highlights that, like FSG, are profiting and they're taking money out and they're paying dividends to investors or whatever. Like, they'd have to say that. So there's money, there's mad money being injected in this club, and it hasn't been. There's been nothing significant. You're saying it's being embezzled. I'm saying. I'm I want to get to the bottom of these rumors. I'm saying. I'm saying that it, it does feel like it does feel like there's a lot of money there ready to be spent. But I think. I, I, look, I, I I know where you're coming from. I think. I think. A fan sort outside the whole whatever's going on in the club in terms of. Obviously, you're saying, well, if I get all that amount of money, how come there doesn't seem to be any? We're not turning a big profit, or we've got a huge cash reserve, or something that's sitting in the account saying, there's there's all that television money, there's all this. Now, obviously. With the, with the building of the new stand and all the other stuff that's gone on and wages and um, agents fees and transfer fees like it's all in there the problem is we're, we tend to we're, 12, we're a year behind each account well yeah. I'd, I'd reckon thing, like, we had a, like we had the same similar operating costs like for for donkey's years now like you know what I mean and sponsorship has only grown and you have the revenue from that stand this year and, and like that was to be that was funded by a loan so there's there's huge amounts re- chunks of cash that's being given to this club. Sterling was sold, Suarez was sold. There's the sky money. Like, I reckon we've more money now than ever. Well, they're not all cash deals. Either. It's go not like we got fifty million. Quid and they're paid in installments. We definitely have yeah. more money now than ever. But it's coming to you. Yeah, it is, it is on the way. Yeah. The summer didn't cost us anything, yeah. did it? 
we we broke bro- we we made a profit more or less, yeah, yeah, and we, we didn't spend in January. So exactly. that, you'd, you'd like to hope that's you only have your running. You'd like to talk. We have two war chests, Sean, so not one. Sean, rather 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 than get into accounts because let's be honest about it, we do that around March when there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. We're going through. And we don't. We don't know. I'm only speculating. No, like I'm not. But I'm I, not I, going I want to stay. I want to stay on the transfer. I'm after. I'm after putting my neck on the line here with this sort of from you. Chelsea leaks doesn't do this sort of shit. Stephen Assange with his hair. I want to ask. I want to want to ask like around the transfers because this is what everyone wants to talk about the whole lot. Who are we going to sign? Because t- today the echo, um, the echo, the independent, they all came out, and there was more or less five names. And it's generally when you see the five names be mentioned, something. I'm not saying it's been leaked by the club, but the you know the, the is this the same one that Miguel Delaney broke last week? Which one? Miguel Delaney broke a story maybe on Friday or Saturday. The five players that. That well, of course, we're going to sign Paul Doyle, Andy Hunter, the whole lot. They said it was Van Dyke. The, the, the top targets are Van Dyke, Keita, Timo Werner, Sesenyon, and Robertson. Yeah, so that's that's right? that's, so that's Miguel. That's, that's, that's so the, all those journalists have just read Miguel Delaney's story four days ago. Or they've yeah. all got the same source. Why would they not have broken it four days? Before? Well, even yeah, the, you're, you're forget about like, journalists. Go and by what Klopp said. You'd now, hang to, on, because I want I want to get into that one, right? Klopp, everyone read the first part of what he said. But what was then, he saying two weeks ago? But then, then he ignored the second bit that he says, now we have to decide which targets we're going for and negotiations can start. But well, what did he say last? Two no, weeks? But, but I'm saying to you, yeah. he said, he said, not me, not a journalist, not anything. He said, now we can decide on which targets we want to go for and negotiations have begun. What's happened is every Liverpool fan in the world has read nine million different articles saying, saying Liverpool... Have have got the transfer business wrapped up already, and ignored the part that he says. Now we can decide which targets we want and begin negotiations. So yeah, they've but, a fucking yeah, massive shopping what list. What I said too, we well, they'll have had two shopping lists. What so that's said, right, that, that, I mean, that's that's, just, that's what you that's want. That's just the hysteria. Yeah. That if we have massive shopping lists, like, that's what you want no, because you, we don't want to be scrambling if our, foot, John, if our top target doesn't come in. My point is that now, only now, the, the, uh, there's an expectation now that we're going to be announcing five signings at the start of June. No, not going to happen. No, we might we might have one or two done in the sense of we've met with the players off the books even if we, it's been agreed that the player wants to come we want to bring them in and it's okay and we have dependent on Champions League we have to do a deal with your club and yeah. then this is happening all the time it's happening with our players you don't okay. think fucking even if we have agreed Coutinho, even if we have agreed five deals it's ludicrous to think that we're going to announce them all at once they be drip fed yeah. from I'm, well let's me. let's, let's just take Van Dijk in isolation right yep. He's been linked heavily with City and everything as well, Chelsea as well. But like, let's just take him in isolation and the comments that were made about sixty million. So, say for example, there's been a bit of a deal in principle agreed that Liverpool are going to buy him for forty million. Now, the initial math yeah, yeah. Cl- show forty, fifty million, and that's happening depending on Liverpool making Champions League and blah blah blah. Why wouldn't Southampton just as a last kind of throw out into the wind go sixty million? Yeah, got sixty million because if someone comes in and goes, tell you what, we're 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 even, we really we're even stupider. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we give you the sixty million. Then the Liverpool deal is dead. So it it does suggest that they're they're slutting him out. Mm. Oh yeah, and so he's got absolutely he's got to move. So does Klopp turn around and say is is he worth forty fifty million to us, which is probably going to be the figure, or do we go and find someone else? But when 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 I look at when I look at the transfer targets we're talking about, Keita heavily linked with us mainly. Nobody else. This this is where the difference is to most summers, right? Yeah. So heavy linked to us. Nobody else, right? Yeah. Timo Werner now is coming out. He, there was links to him back in January and stuff like that, right? So he has been linked to the club, and he was linked back last summer as mm. well, right? So they've obviously looked at him, mm. right? This, this is obviously coming from nowhere. Sesenyon, like that deal has been done for about twelve tr- months. Twelve yeah. months at this stage, yeah. right? Yeah, that deal was done just like Chilwell was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was yeah. last. No, but, this is, but you know what I mean. Like the, the, it's been talked about yeah. since Chilwell yeah. nearly died off since and the only, yeah. August the, time. And the only competition supposedly Sesenyon was Arsenal. Yeah. Right? So if you're mm. looking, at, if he's looking at it and yeah. saying Liverpool or Arsenal, I'm yeah. going club to, going one yeah, way. It, club it going is a bit way. like the Gomez deal, actually. Yeah, there was a young player who who was wrapped up early and he was. So I would say that's a realistic one to happen. Yeah. It makes it makes very a lot of sense. Yeah, and he seems player. to be a very very good young player. But you yeah. know whether he comes in and holds down a place or becomes part of the force. You wonder would, 16, we, would they even if they if there is the talk of Robertson coming in or whatever else. You wonder would they leave him with Fulham for a year? Yeah, maybe. sign him that's and probably, back. That, that's probably why we'll get him because you we'll know, get them that, that offer. We do. Uh, I think and that, then I what think happens that was is, on the table. He might have done that in January. 
Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, but maybe he was waiting out. You know, they were probably going to save their game. But the, the big missing one, and the, 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 the only one we really want to talk about, the big one missing one in those five targets is the pacey wide forward who can cover Mane. Mane's or, or take Coutinho slash Firmino's place because neither of them should yeah. be playing there next season. Yeah, they so should we, be playing. we have a gaping hole. Yeah, we're, if we're, we're going to play the three. We're up saying front. we're dropping Coutinho into the centre midfield, and Firmino playing out on the wide is completely ineffective. Or you, you want to play him through the centre. Yeah, right. So, Sean. Are you like we saw at the weekend? It was all Salah links. It was all Mohamed Salah. That this is he's now on the list. We've gotten rid of Brandt. We don't want him. And it's and then we hear Demary Gray. Right now, that is just so uninspiring. It's it's yeah. off the charts, right? But the Mohamed Salah, I could get on board. But then you look at these, and there's no mention of the wide forward. Now, is this classic smokescreen, Andy? Or am I just being too hopeful at this stage? Because like to me, we need that player. Well, no, we will. We definitely will. Yeah. Hang on, Sean, I asked Andy. <laughs> Well, it stop jumping. It's just got official for a moment. You actually <laughs> said, "Yeah." When you listen to that back, you said, "Sean." No, I said, "Andy, you you just hear your name all the time. Stop taking all the drugs at the weekend, Andy." There's a lot of names being mentioned. Like the Kedem one is to me like I could mean I can remember that getting mentioned ages back mm. by just a few. Um, when he was only four. <laughs> in the womb. Uh, just by fans uh, on Twitter who like have bonus for their leagues and claim to watch every other league, it got, it got mentioned there. So there is, there <laughs> I is, I didn't, there is like that possibility it's that it was, it started there, got legs there, and it's never been leaked, and nobody at the club is not even on a radar. There mm-hmm. is that possibility, mm-hmm. you know. So it just really, it really just kind of um, depends on where these uh, like links are coming from. Like it's transfer fucking suicide. If, yeah. Ian Air tells you know who (laughs) 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 and uh, and we go and and we're pursuing that player I want to say if if, what colour is your uh, t-shirt huh what colour is your t-shirt? <laughs> grey. It's a dark grey. Grey, is it? Yeah, yeah. But like, it's... Grey, you've got a You've got a grey one on you as oh, well. Oh, yeah, grey. Yeah. Um, What's your man's name off, Lester? What's your one on The Marty Grey. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. If, but it'd be interesting if Ian Air does know what our transfer deal is this year, given he's at 1860 Munich. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah. Yeah. He wrote up the list before he went. Oh, did he, yeah? He left it on the fridge. He left on, he the, left fridge. on the fridge. <laughs> and like, yeah, 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 he left on the fridge in Melwood. 16 litres of milk. Two things. It just said, one said... Uh, summer transfer targets the other one said Thursday put out bins <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I would say if Klopp and the lads you know Buick and whoever else are sitting there in after you know in, in the in the boot room right <laughs> and I'm talking about who they'd like to bring in I would imagine <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> I would say I would say if somebody leaked that out there they're getting they're getting they're getting for it so yeah. we can't really go we can't really go on names we've heard as in, as in their, their real gospel links <laughs> now I think I think there's, there's there's a bit of the club are, don't mind letting a few names go because obviously you want to keep the press inside which is natural most clubs do it and then they'll also be keeping some targets completely under I think they I think the ones that they want to nab without other people knowing yeah. is is what they're keeping under obviously the table. Uh, yeah. uh, you know under the tail exactly and then if we have scouted uh, Van Dyke and if we have fucking made inquiries they know Southampton are mouthy cunts and are going to want to start a fucking a, a Dutch auction anyway yeah. no mm-hmm. pun intended and you know from that point of view then it comes to the point where it makes sense and say, yeah, listen, we have a, we say to some of the journalists, yeah, we have an interest in, in VVD. <laughs> uh, I don't know like, if, if they're leaking if they're leaking players to the press um, it's all over it's, uh, it. just wrap it up to me, it's, to me that's just PR like if they're blatantly doing that if someone's being told here listen go on out and tell that's just PR like that's just keeping that's just keeping the, the fans uh, appetites wet to buy yeah. fucking season tickets top yeah. up the top up the waiting list and shit just, like that get the corporate shit there, going yeah. interest going People are pre-organising games for next year. Like that, that to me is just setting the excitement. There's no way you tell the press a legitimate target. No. Like, so you'd love ta- to be a fly on the wall so, in the bit room. So you, you have to ask where the league links come from or the leagues come from. Like Van Dijk is just come, come from agents as well. Van Dijk is yeah. Van Dijk is is a is a legitimate target. Like that's out of your control. Like you say, Southampton are multi. If they've leaked that, Southampton love telling people we're going for them. They want to maximize that yeah, biggest asset. Yeah, if that. we're going after him, I believe that. But but the, the other ones like Keita and 
Tā, lai tā te mīt. Grēzmēm. Anka vīs. Grēzmēm. Grēzmēm. Twitter, which is very few now, they've all been found now, well, we have, we have saying things like, yeah, you know, we've an interest in that player. Who has told them with any authority? The biggest one was about, Wiener. the biggest one was in February and March coming out so, and saying that we're going to spend 200 so million. So we're all agreeing, it's a bullshit, like when you hear, yeah. when you hear a player, like, so we, we can only if hope, it's, we can only hope it's by pure coincidence that we being linked with Kieta and they're actually doing that too. Well, the only reason I'm discussing this is because they're the ones that the that the connected Liverpool journalists are the ones who are putting out there is that this is the this is a transfer list. Yeah, well, I, I'm with Andy on that. Why, as a club, would you agree if if your connected journalists were sending that out there? Why, why would you? Agree? I know we've forgotten that, like fucking seven or eight weeks ago, that all these journalists that are connected to the club coming out saying that we're going to spend two hundred million in the summer. Well, here's another one. So here's a big dick waving around to take advantage. Say the journalists are naming all these. These targets. What's going to happen? They're going to be pulled Please. aside. They're going to be pulled aside when they're there for their pre-match press conference, and they're going to be told, "Shut the fuck up! You're destroying us. We're yeah. after these players. Shut your mouth. Yeah, Don't talk about that player." Because <laughs> you, you're, you know, you're, you're fucking ruiners. Yeah, ruiners. Exactly. Just ruin. Stop Just ruining stop everything. Stop ruining ruiners. everything. You fucking ruiners. So the more, Does the more, uh, the more you see these splashed off the uh, splashed around. By the take into account, the, take the into account as well agents who are looking to yeah you know increase I mean? increase interest. No, I'd in imagine the, 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 the only agent, the only thing is, and it's, it's the last bit we close on the transfers is that despite all that, the press do get the stories because they have to, right? Yeah, and the club do have a relationship with, with journalists, which is perfectly normal. It's the same for any club and the journalists that cover the games, mm. and they will get stuff, and then they won't get stuff. Like you know, the M- the Emery Chan. Transfer went on all summer at one stage, and it wasn't yeah. on according to the press. Just remember, a journalist's yeah. job is to sell papers. So if it is somebody that's close enough, and they say, "Jorgen, what's the story? You know, do you have yeah. an interest? Is there an interest there? Is there? Is, is there? Uh, you know, are we monitoring? I wouldn't. Are we monitoring? Out. I wouldn't. You know? out. And he says, "Oh well, he's someone we've looked at. Okay, so then, yeah. boom, their story yeah. is yeah. he's a top target yeah. for Liverpool. No, no, yeah. no, that's the point. You I mean, know, and that's, that's journalism. That's right, anyway. They're paid to sell papers. <laughs> oh, again, <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask a different question. <laughs> It's a shite question anyway, for fuck's sake. like pogs, Andy, yeah, this generation. Yeah, like pogs and yo-yos. Just another one of them things. Wank. You just want to be the person who invents whatever that year's thing is. No. Well, funny enough, I heard that a woman that invented it never patented it. She ran out of money oh, for the patent. And that's some. right. And she, she, she didn't make, didn't make she a single penny out of Right, Umara. Umara asks, um, any OCD style habits or weird rituals you do every day, Andy? Every day? Every day. Well, obviously it's OCD. Like if it's otherwise, it's not an OCD. What's the opposite to OCD? I think that's what I have. <laughs> laziness. Don't know. Forgetfulness. Yeah, pure fucking bone idle forgetfulness and laziness. That's me. That's, yeah. I just no habits. No habits. You know what I do? The only lock habit the I have is forgetting times. What? Lock the car loads of times. If you actually do you that, like press yeah. the button loads yeah. of times just to like make sure. Press it twice. Definitely yeah. here it come gunk. Yeah. And then you walk away, give it another press, yeah. and as you get yeah. to the front door, uh, yeah. another little press yeah. just to see the lights went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And let, like as if you like accidentally. Yeah, as if you were walking along and just opened it by accident, and a robber went. And like the thing about it is, like once you once you unlock it, say you accidentally unlocked yeah. it it's going to relock itself within about 20 seconds yeah. do you lock do you unlock it and then lock it again just to make sure that you locked it yes sometimes do no no well. I, don't, I just lock it I do that sometimes like if I'm, if I'll press it a few times and then I'll be like I didn't, that didn't sound right so I'll unlock mm. it and hear it going gunk, gunk, and then it goes gunk. Mm. Go. Sean no. I don't know mm. I'm fucking a vagrant so I don't know I haven't got a car <laughs> He tries to take a drink out of the taps outside. Every fucking <laughs> night. Yeah. Water left, <laughs> Never gives up. Have to bring him water tonight. We're not going to get any wine. Hurry up. And toast. I know, yeah. Um, and then the last one, because uh, what's your funniest, weirdest story that happened on a boat? Steve, you've done loads of traveling. <laughs> you're bound to have something there. On a boat? Yeah. That can be told on a podcast. That <laughs> yeah, so the amount of stories I can tell. No. Um, I don't really have a lot. I remember being a kid going over and it's not really an interesting story, but I went over on the sea cat. Do you remember the sea cat used to bring you over to fucking uh, yeah. Hollyhead? Yeah. Stenna sea cat. 
I remember being on it with my whole family, and Andy's waiting to tell me this isn't funny at the end. I can see him just. No, I didn't. I went down. I'm going to do it. Um, but basically, I remember being on it and having this giant Pepsi, and it was an epoxy rough day. <laughs> I remember everybody, everybody was puking on the boat, and I was delighted with myself. I wasn't getting sick. I was only about fucking 12, 13. And then right at the end, I just fucking lost it and had a bag and literally filled the whole fucking thing back up with Pepsi all over my arms, everything. Oh, great story. Something I, I think Gordon actually happened a, a couple of weeks ago when I was at the game there coming home. We had a lad, uh, Speedy, his name is, a mad fucker. There was some elf walking around with a, a Liverpool jersey on him and I had 10 and I had Ben on the back for right. So we were all just sitting there watching the highlights of the game and any time your man walked past, he'd just go, Ben! And he'd look away. And your, man be, <laughs> your, your man was looking around saying, Yo, the fuck is that called? <laughs> It went on for about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Any time you walk by, it just got Ben! And he was looking away, and um, yeah, every time. And you could tell he was fucking fuming, and he was even, he was standing. Why when me Ben, me ben he, was trying, he was trying to preempt it, and all he was like, you know, I was fucking gas on The only thing that would have made that funnier is if you had one of those jerseys that, like, your family embarrassingly buy it. It hasn't happened to me yet because I'm, I'm not 40 yet, but like it's say dad 40. Dad! Where are you, son? Ben 40. <laughs> uh, I was on, yeah, I was on the boat there a while ago, and uh, it's not a funny story, but it was good. Playing snooker and uh, 100 euro snooker. Must have been a big boat. Why? Huh? What? Why? <laughs> Because snooker tables are huge. <laughs> what? Small boats would be rocky. What? <laughs> you think I was playing snooker in a boat? <laughs> <laughs> what? Must have been a big boat. How is the boat being so big? Stop the balls rolling into the fucking same pocket when they go over a wave. You can play snooker on a cruise line, you spa. I don't think boats are rolling You can you play can. bowling on them. You can, you can play, play bowling on them. You can't play snooker on any boats. You fucking can. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> this is worse than my. This is worse than my fucking chance. You can you'll never walk alone. Like <laughs> you can't. Yeah. stabilizers in the in the oh, in the table. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, only yeah, place yeah. you can't play snooker on is when it's out at sea. You didn't dock. It's fine. Do you have counterweights? It's like Milner's new boots for next year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, come on, are we done? Yeah. Big thanks to the Ashley Park. That's the outro. Good night. God bless Sean, Steve, Andy, Phil, boy. Say hello to Dale. You laughing at the boot real far. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just got this image of like you know that one where uh, Ronnie Moran and Roy Evans and fucking yeah, Kenny yeah, yeah. Daglish are in the are in the boot room. It's like it's late eighties probably, and they're in those white jackets. And then I just got this image of Klopp and and fucking Bubac and all the boys in the same little pokey boot room. The whole main stand done up, and they're still in this little shite box <laughs> closet. And I just start laughing. Right, look, yeah. I'm only doing two of these because um, I actually have to get out. I have to get, I have to get warm. Um, you're drinking tonight. Fucking, you'd want to hurry up because you're drinking tonight. Yeah. <laughs> 25 to come on. What time I have you finished your bottle of wine? When I finish, when I finish yeah. editing the pod. What time? 11. I'm getting the bottle as well. What time yeah. is it now? 25 to 10. Come on, hurry up. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Podcast Network.